Hello, and welcome to the Quiet Leader Podcast. I'm so pleased to have you join me once again as we delve into the world of leadership and what it means to lead with purpose, trust, and empathy. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm passionate about helping people become more effective and compassionate leaders. And in this episode, we'll be diving into the crucial topic of mental health and leadership. Mental health is a subject that affects all of us. And as leaders, it is our responsibility to prioritise the well-being of our teams. In this episode, we will explore why mental health is crucial in the workplace. We'll look at some of the signs of poor mental health. We'll discuss the role of leaders in supporting their team's mental health. And we'll explore the core competencies needed to create a supportive environment. But before we get started, let's take a moment to reflect on our own experiences of our own mental health and how it's impacted us. I would expect we've all experienced ups and downs, moments of stress and challenges that have affected our well-being. Did you recognise anything yourself that indicated your mental health was becoming poor? Have you seen signs in your teams, in your peers or even in your bosses? Poor mental health is not always easy to recognise as it often remains hidden beneath the surface. And as leaders, it's essential that we develop the ability to identify signs of struggling mental health, both within ourselves and our team members. And by recognising these signs early on, we can offer support and the resources to those in need. As we dive deeper and explore the world of quiet leadership and our role as leaders to support people's mental health, I'd like you to begin to think of opportunities and ways for you to start to support those around you. So sit back, grab yourself a brew, and let's dive into the fascinating world of quiet leadership. Let's begin by understanding why mental health is such a crucial aspect of leadership. Research has shown that a positive work environment that prioritises mental health leads to increased productivity, employee engagement, and overall well-being. When individuals feel supported and valued, they're more likely to thrive and contribute their best to the organisation. According to Forbes.com, leaders who prioritise mental health create a culture of trust, empathy, and psychological safety within their teams. In an article by Ron Carucci, it is emphasised that leaders play a vital role in supporting the team members' mental health. By being attuned to the well-being of our employees, we can spot the signs of poor mental health and intervene early on. This proactive approach not only helps individuals address the challenges, but also prevents the negative consequences of unaddressed mental health issues within the workplace. An insightful article on In The Know, platform by Inseed, the importance of mental health awareness as a leadership skill is highlighted. Leaders need to be mindful of their own well-being while also being observant of their team members.
So, how can we spot the signs of poor mental health? First and foremost, we must practice self-awareness. We must look after ourselves so that we are in a better place where we can look after others. As leaders, it's important to regularly check in on ourselves and be attuned to our own well-being. Are you currently feeling overwhelmed, constantly stressed, or experiencing changes in your mood or behaviour? These could be indicators of poor mental health in ourselves, and I'll talk more about this later. These same signs are also indicators of poor mental health in our teams. So pay attention to the behavioural changes in others. Has a team member become more withdrawn, unusually irritable, angry or disengaged? Are they displaying notable changes in their productivity or the quality of their work? These changes may signal that something deeper is affecting their mental well-being. And as I've said before, I'm a strong advocate of getting to know your team members, as it will be easier for you to spot these signs early. But also remember, it's important for us to approach these observations with empathy and sensitivity. Initiate open conversations with your team members and provide a safe space for them to express their concerns. Don't ask them in front of colleagues. Find a time and place that is comfortable for them to speak freely. You don't have to be a mental health expert to offer support. Simply exercising your basic leadership skills of being present and listening attentively and showing genuine care can make a significant difference. However, it's crucial to note that we should never diagnose or make assumptions about someone's mental well-being. Our role as leaders is to create a supportive environment where individuals feel comfortable seeking professional help if needed. Encourage your team members to utilise available resources such as employee assistance programmes or mental health services and assure them that seeking support is a sign of strength and not a weakness. And as I said earlier, we must make sure we look after ourselves too. So in addition to recognising signs in others, it's important to take proactive steps to maintain our own mental well-being as leaders. Practice self-care regularly, engage in activities that bring you joy, and prioritise work-life balance. By prioritising our own mental health, we set a positive example for our teams and create an environment where self-care is valued. Mental health affects everyone, including leaders. And spotting signs of poor mental health in oneself and others is an essential skill for us. By being attentive to behavioural changes and creating a safe space for open communication and incorporating core competencies for mental health support, we can play a pivotal role in fostering a healthy work environment. However, it's not enough to simply talk about mental health. Action is needed. Leaders must actively prioritise mental health initiatives and provide resources and support systems for their teams. According to the Mental Health Coordinating Council, training leaders in core competencies is crucial for effectively addressing mental health in the workplace. Active listening allows leaders to truly understand the concerns and experiences of our team members. By listening attentively and empathetically, we can provide the necessary support and guidance to those in need. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, and what I believe is one of the most crucial skills for a leader, is cultivating that empathy. Empathy allows leaders to put themselves in the shoes of their team members, 
understand their challenges and their emotions, which enables us to respond with compassion and create an environment where individuals feel valued and supported. Another competency for us leaders is to understand mental health. What mental health issues have you come across? Maybe burnout, depression, anxiety, imposter syndrome, and the list will go on. And I'm sure some of us have maybe experienced this ourselves or seen it in others. By educating ourselves on various mental health conditions and their symptoms and available resources, we as leaders can better identify signs of poor mental health and provide appropriate support. This knowledge equips us to have informed conversations, offer guidance and refer team members to the necessary professional support when needed. But it all should start with creating a positive culture in relation to mental health. Long hours, excessive workloads and unrealistic expectations can significantly impact the mental well-being of our teams. As leaders, we must establish work-life balance, encourage breaks, and create opportunities for self-care. In a blog post on LinkedIn, it emphasizes the importance of leaders role-modeling healthy behaviors and fostering a culture that values self-care and work-life integration. Leaders should lead by example, by taking regular breaks, setting boundaries, and prioritizing their own well-being. By doing so, they not only demonstrate the importance of self-care, but also create a culture that encourages and supports it. A supportive work culture goes beyond individual actions though. It involves creating policies and practices that prioritise mental health and well-being. We can advocate for flexible work arrangements that allows employees to manage their personal and professional responsibilities effectively. We can also promote a healthy work-life integration by encouraging employees to disconnect after work hours and not expecting them to answer emails after work and get them to take breaks or any of their leave without guilt. We must create a safe space where employees feel comfortable expressing their concerns, discussing their challenges and seeking support. By encouraging dialogue about mental health, leaders can reduce the stigma associated with it and ensure that employees feel heard and supported. It's also important for us to provide the resources and support systems within the organisation. This can include access to counselling services, employee assistant programmes and mental health training sessions. By offering these resources, leaders show their commitment to the well-being of their team and provide them with the tools they need to navigate and manage their mental health effectively. Ultimately, a positive work culture that prioritises mental health not only benefits the individuals within the organisation, but also contributes to its overall success. Research has shown that when employees feel supported, valued and their mental health needs are met, they are more engaged, motivated and productive. So let's take a quick recap of what we have discussed in this episode. We began by delving into why mental health is such a crucial aspect of leadership and how research has shown that prioritising mental health leads to increased productivity, employee engagement and overall well-being. 
we talked about some of the signs of poor mental health and how important it is to remember that we aren't there to give a diagnosis, but we're there to support and guide those that need help. We discussed the need for us leaders to actively prioritise mental health initiatives and provide resources and support systems for our teams, and how, by developing core competencies within ourselves, such as active listening, empathy and understanding mental health issues, we can create an inclusive and supportive work environment that promotes well-being. Leaders who prioritise mental health create a culture of trust, empathy and psychological safety within their teams. And as leaders, it's essential for us to recognise that prioritising mental health goes beyond a one-time effort. We must understand the impact of work culture on mental health and how proactive steps to create a supportive environment by establishing work-life balance, role modelling healthy behaviours, fostering open communication and providing the resources we can nurture a culture that values the well-being of our teams. Remember, as leaders, we have the power to shape the work environment and prioritise the mental well-being of our teams. So that's it for this episode of the Quiet Leader Podcast. Subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And join me next time as we explore the art of quiet leadership. As always, I'm always open to feedback, so I'd love to hear from you all with your thoughts and ideas. You can reach out to me on Twitter at The Quiet Leader or email me at artofquietleadership at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening and until next time, lead quietly but with trust, purpose and empathy.